This episode of the Keys Dan Show was recorded live on April 18th, 2020 on Facebook. Stay tuned to Keys Dan Show and follow us on Facebook for more Facebook Live events. You can participate on these events by texting your name to 501-470-6386. And of course, I'll call you right back and you could be on the show. I plan to do Facebook Lives maybe once a week or every so often. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did creating it. Now, I didn't have any call-ins on this one, but I did get to chit-chat a little bit about news in the world and my thoughts on what was going on on this particular date and time. See you soon and stay tuned. And thank you so much for listening to the Keys Dan Show and, of course, my other podcast. If you'd like to tell your story, check out my other podcast, What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. And if you'd like to get a little smarter with me, try What Makes You Smarter using the hashtag, What Makes You Smarter. It's time for the Keys Dan Show. Here we go. It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios, and this is my podcast. Well, <laughs> this is my first FB live streaming podcast, and you're on with me. It's, it's an extension of your RadioWhat.com, internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time, and if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event. If you want to be a part of the show, give me a text. Text your name to 501-470-6386, and maybe you could be a part of the show. Oh, yeah, you can do it right here. It's the Keys Dan Show. I guess I should sing the theme. I came up with a stupid theme about a year ago when I started, uh, you know, all three, or I, I don't even know how many podcasts. I guess I have three podcasts now. The uh, What Makes You Famous podcast, hashtag What Makes You Famous, the hashtag What Makes You Smarter podcast, hashtag What Makes You Smarter, and the Keys Dan Show. I've been trying to figure out what to do with this one for quite some time. All right, without any further ado, let me uh, stare into the camera, into your eyes, and do the theme, the Keys Dan Show. It's the Keys Dan Show. I need a new theme for the Keys Dan Show. You might learn stuff. You might hear news. You never know what you're going to get on the Keys Dan Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All right. My plan for today is to get text from the people. Text your name to 501-470-6386. I will give you a call. You'll be on the Keys Dan Show. You know, when I do my podcast, I do the, the What Makes You Famous podcasts. And uh, I, I have been talking to people from all over the world. I think I'm about... 170 episodes into it, at least the the interview portion of the show where I get to talk to people, and and some people are pretty timid, pretty afraid to to go and and give a whole hour of their time. Or I mean, I have had one of the podcasts that went three hours 45 minutes. I thought that was pretty cool, you know. <laughs> but uh, the um, let's see, uh, see, oh, I remember that that one. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. But uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to go three hours forty five minutes. Most of the podcasts have been going about an hour to an hour and a half, and uh, people pretty much will get, you know, for the most part, a pretty broad, basic idea of what their life story is. And I'm enjoying myself just chit chatting with people. I mean, everyone has a story. Everybody came from somewhere from some place and, and, and has had 
ups and downs along the way. It's the human experience, the human existence, and you are no exception. So if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you after this podcast to give me a call at 501-470-6386. And and maybe you can be one of the What Makes You Famous podcast ease. You know, I have uh, the Instagram and the the Facebook and the all the social media pretty much points to what's what makes you famous. But I, I, you know, I think I was pretty instrumental. Hey, uh, pat on the back for myself for putting that hashtag. What makes you famous? It makes it real easy to find it out there. I even throw it up on YouTube. If you feel like, you know, watching, you know, eh, the only visual portion of it right now is a picture of whoever I interviewed and, and then, uh, you know, the audio as well. So if you want to watch it on YouTube, you can, but it's available out there, Spotify, Apple podcasts, all that. Now I did start the the What Makes You Smarter podcast. I did that so I could learn things because uh, this head is there's still so much room in there for knowledge. Uh, people, uh, you, you got to know there's always time to learn things. And uh, what I do, what I have been doing, if I don't have a, a particular topic to talk about, what I'll do is I'll, I'll do the 10 things you need to know today. And uh, today I did a whole podcast on the What Makes You Smarter feed. Uh, hashtag what makes you smarter uh, of the 10 things you need to know today. But until I get texts uh, from people uh, that want to be on this live stream, my first FB live, turning it into an audio podcast as soon as it's done, that would be fun. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll make it into an audio podcast afterwards. But uh, for now, let's uh, do the 10 things you need to know today. And this is Saturday, April 18th, 2020, as we're in the middle of this novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. So if you're listening to this anytime in the future, you know, uh, maybe 20, 30 years from now, uh, the only source of education for this time period happens to be the Keys Dan Show. Wow. How arrogant of me to think that me, <laughs> I would be the only source of of uh, of reference material for this particular moment in time and this date. All right, th- 10 things you need to know today uh, for April 18th, 2020. And then uh, let's see. Number one, Trump calls to liberate states from coronavirus restrictions. On Friday, Trump sent out repeated tweets calling to, quote, liberate, end quote, some states, seemingly in support of protesters demanding their governors reopen businesses and restart the economy amid the novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic quote liberate michigan end quote quote liberate minnesota end quote and quote liberate virginia and save your great second amendment it is under siege end quote trump said in three separate friday tweets the tweets came in just minutes after fox news covered protest outside the minnesota governor's office trump's tweets seemed to support an immediate return to normalcy for those states but in a recent pew research study shows 66 percent of americans say they're afraid state governments will lift covid19 restrictions too soon as opposed to 32 percent that worry they won't be lifted soon enough. Many states, however, have cautiously begun to look at ways to eventually reopen their economies. This is according to Donald Trump and the Washington Post. I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I've heard that states around this fine country of ours, the United States of America, 
Some have been put on complete lockdown. And I, for the most part, it's because of uh, po- is population. If you have states that are more populous, more people are more chance to, to be, you know, bumping into each other like New York. I mean, I've never been to New York. I've never, never been that far up in this, in these United States, but I, you know, everything you see on TV, New Yorkers, especially right downtown towards central station, even in their subways, they're elbow to elbow. There's no chance of not being able to bump, not, not going to bump into somebody when you're living in a big city like New York and and they've had some pandemic they've had some some virus some covid-19 problems some scares now my personal opinion does it matter to anybody with my limited amount of of medical knowledge probably not but i think it's a bad cold you know i i think it's the flu i know people have lost their lives but sadly we are human very fragile and we lose our lives every day to many different things. If you look at the the world clock, it just keeps on ticking. You know, babies are born, people die. Babies are born, people die. It just happens. Uh, You know, I I feel sad when people die. And and I've heard now I'm a fan of, of podcasts. I don't just, just uh, like talking into microphones and, and uh, forcing people to, to listen to me. Not that I'm forcing you. If you subscribe, you listen, you like it. Hey, whatever. But I listen to podcasts all the time. And the one podcast that sticks in, in my head uh, recently, I think it, it might have been a, a Joe Rogan podcast. It was uh, he was talking to uh, an expert that that was trying to extend the live lives of people. He, he believes that it's just around the corner, just a few years away. We'll be able to extend the lives of, of uh, the human from you know, just the 100 years old, you know, most people have the chance to possibly live 100 years right about now. Um, But he might be able to extend that to 200 and maybe 500 years and possibly be using stem cell research, which is pretty controversial to to some people. But, you know, it it could happen. You know, he's looking at, at age as as a disease. So if you can cure a disease such as COVID-19, you can cure age and possibly even reverse the process i mean <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if we were we all became benjamin buttons and just started reversing and then what would happen you know i guess uh, your mind could wander uh, how, how would that be if we were all reversing in time our ages were reversing but uh yeah <laughs> okay all right i, I digress I'm, i'll probably do, do that throughout this podcast this live fb a stream that i'm doing and people can call in Yes, it's a call-in show. How about that? Uh, 501-470-6386, and you could be a part of it all. The Keys Dan's first live stream on FB, on Facebook. And thank you to the people of Facebook for having this technology and allowing everyone to have a voice. And not just Facebook, but all social media. Everyone is becoming more equal. Uh, they're becoming uh, the, this world is becoming a smaller place. Everyone has a voice. There's no choice. I mean, there's no excuse for not putting your content out there, for putting your ideas out there. Uh, YouTube has, uh, you know, it has hundreds of hours every minute being uploaded constantly. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, we're going through the 10 things you need to know today until I get a text from Somebody who wants to be on the show, 501-470-6386. And you could be a part of the live stream. 
your voice will get heard all over the planet and maybe beyond because you know we we put our stuff out into space the people on space station get to listen to fb live and and anything that we're listening to right now all right Uh, well that was uh, number one and then number two health experts covid19 testing must double or triple before economy can open now that's the opinion of the health experts the u.s has hit a relative plateau of around 150,000 coronavirus tests per day president trump and republicans are still pushing to restart economic activity as soon as possible but experts say the u.s needs to at least double or triple its testing capacity before that can happen the number of tests are often limited to hospitalized patients which have reported shortages in swabs and other supplies needed to conduct tests as a result only about one percent of the u.s population has been tested ashish Jha, director of the harvard global health institute said the u.s needs to be performing 500,000 tests a day to consider reopening other experts say that numbers should be more like millions or tens of millions of tests each day. This is according to NBC News and Axios. But what do you think? Should everybody be tested for this? Is that going overboard? Look at my face. I I think we're going overboard a little bit with the testing. I mean, if you have symptoms, hey, go see a doctor. Do it. Am I taking precautions? Yes, I'm taking precautions. I'm a hugger. I I like hugging. Now, it's been years. I really haven't shaken hands too much because I meet so many people on the daily, you know, whether it's at the karaoke shows or the video dance parties or at the weddings or or anything. I I don't really shake hands too much. I do a lot of fist bumping because all those hands, look, I I was in the medical field for a while. I was an EMT paramedic and and a firefighter for a little while. So, and I worked at a hospital down in Miami. So I, I learned that washing your hands is a good thing. Keeping yourself pretty clean is a good thing. That people are germy, you know? So it happens. I, I haven't really been a, a handshaker for a long, long time. But I'll fist bump and I'm a hugger. My goodness, it's probably hugging is worse than, than the handshaking. But who knows where those hands have been? You don't know where my hands have been. You don't know me. <laughs> but then again, you know. But handshaking, it it means a lot to some people, but I haven't been much of a fan for a long time. So maybe I was right after all. How about that? (laughs) And covering your face with a face mask. I don't know. I don't think that that's going to work. I think the face masks that most people are wearing are made for doctors that, you know, so the, so the, the stuff that's coming out of the doctor's mouth doesn't go into your body while he's operating on you. It's not for that stuff to come back and i've heard experts on both sides of the fence so you know one will say is it really going to help you no it's probably not it's probably going to hinder especially if you wear that mask all day long so it's going to hold whatever particulates have been circulating around you and whether you go to the grocery store or the park or or any place you know if you go meet up with a couple of people uh, to get yourself a uh, a, a new pair of shoes because you need them. You know, whatever whatever was swirling around the air is going to stick to that mask and your gloves for that matter. As a lot of people have been wearing these same masks all day long and sometimes several days in a row and the same gloves uh, all day long. I saw uh, where a nurse had put some uh, coloring on her gloves 
and then touched her phone, touched her, touched the doorknob, touched the wall, touched various things in the room and showed that that paint got everywhere because she didn't change her gloves. So you could see just by that test alone that you need to change your glove if you're going to wear the gloves. You need to change your mask if you're going to wear the mask. And in my humble opinion, just save the masks for people in the health industry that really need them, that are going to put them to the proper use. You know, they, when I worked at the hospital, I did shoot from uh, 97 to 2004. I worked at Baptist Hospital in Miami. And yeah, washing hands was a, a big deal and, and making sure that you were clean before you met up with a patient was a big deal. And if there was a patient that had a chance of an airborne virus, yes, you wore a mask. <laughs> you did. And you made sure that you were uh, taken care of, protecting yourself uh, using said mask. But, uh, you know, you need to you need to think about those people. And, and, and I got to give it up right now to the heroes, uh, which are the, the health professionals. We're finding out right now in this particular time, in this particular moment, that the health officials could be the heroes, the, the doctors, the, the nurses, the techs in the hospitals, and even the police and the firemen. They're the, the heroes of the day. So whoever you find is a hero. And yes, I'm alluding to you know sports being canceled because of this, because of uh, large gatherings. Uh, sports folks, while I do admire the the strength and the feats of strength that sports athletes uh, do, maybe they're not the heroes at this moment in time. You could look up to them. You could try to emulate them. Look, hey, it's good to be strong, and and that's what's gonna gonna help to protect you in this time. But uh, this also gives you perspective on who the real heroes are the the people that are taking care of us. So thank you, doctors. Thank you nurses. Thank you, techs. And uh, big ups to the teachers that are now changing their curriculums. The the public school teachers, the private school teachers are now having to change their ideas as the kids are home from school. They're having to learn how to teach online in different ways and still try to make it interesting so the kids will actually learn something. So good on you, teachers out there. Oh yeah, new heroes. We're getting perspective on who the heroes are as we go through the 10 things you need to know today. And I'm still waiting on callers. If anybody wants to call 501-470-6386 or, you know, if there's no callers, no big deal. <laughs> I'll just rattle off some stuff in your ears. I plan to make this into a, a podcast for the Keys Dan show. I've been doing podcasts for the what makes you famous and the what makes you smarter uh, feeds uh, for the podcast. But, uh, I haven't really figured out what to do with the Keys Dan show. Maybe I'll do this once a week and people can have some fun with me. A call-in show or a text-in show, and then I will call you back. 501-470-6386. Give me a text, text your name, and then we'll talk about whatever. You know, even if it's like 30 seconds or a minute, just tell me if you're if you're still open, if you're still coping, particularly the, the people that are still taking care of us. Uh, big ups to the fast food workers that are still out there. I know I've I've had my share of Burger King and McDonald's and and some Taco Bell and even uh, you know the the family like Starbucks so they're having some of that but uh, thanks for having the the drive-throughs open because you're taking care of us uh, sometimes it's it's not uh, there's not enough time to to cook after a long day of work and some people are still out there working on the streets I know Arkansas has been pretty much open up you know it, it, maybe the the lobbies are closed uh, of, of several restaurants, but they're still offering carry out service and drive through service. So even the mom and pop places around here 
are offering carry out. And sometimes, you know, you'll hear the owner of that restaurant went and drove uh, the, a meal out to a family that uh, that bought the, their meal from them. And so I, I appreciate that. You know, they're taking that that extra step to make sure that we're fed and and we're taken care of. So big ups, big ups, not only to the corporations, but the, the small mom and pops out there. So uh, eat local. There you go. All right. Uh, number three on the 10 things you need to know today as we go through the 10 things. Now, I've already done this on what makes you smarter. If you follow that feed, I encourage you to do so. You give it a little subscribe. You know, um, maybe you like the, the sound of my voice and you put that in your podcast feed. I, I'm, you know, and for those of you who don't know what a podcast is, even it, it's a little radio show that you listen to on your own time. Like you listen to your Netflix and you listen to your your various uh, your various things on your own time. You could also listen to a radio show on your own time. So what you do is you go to your your favorite podcast feed, put a little search, whatever subject you're interested in. It's probably out there. Oh yeah, I mean my the subjects on my what makes you famous is you. Uh, you know whatever story you come up with, you can tell your story any way you want. Now if I I find something and me as the the moderator. If I find something in your story that tickles my fancy, I figure somebody else is going to enjoy me digging into that a little bit, but I won't dig too deep. If you don't want to tell any part of your story, you don't have to. You really don't. You know, we could just gloss right over that and put it right away and just keep on going. And then the what makes you smarter is for me to learn things. And while I'm learning things, might as well talk into a microphone. I do it. I do it. All right, party people. All right. uh, Let's see. Number three, uh, Trump announces $19 billion plan to help agriculture sector during pandemic. President Trump announced Friday that the United States Department of Agriculture will offer $16 billion in direct grants to farmers and ranchers who are struggling amid the novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Additionally, the department will purchase $3 billion in fresh produce, dairy, and meat to distribute to food banks community organizations, and charities. The money will come from the $2.2 trillion Congressional Coronavirus Economic Relief Bill, as well as separate USDA funds. The payments, which are expected to go out at the end of May, will reportedly account for 85% of farmers and ranchers' losses between January 1st and April 15th. The plan also seeks to address disruptions in the supply chain by using commercial distributors like Cisco to package bulk products into pre-approved boxes of dairy, meat, and produce products. This is according to ABC News and The Hill. Now, this brings to mind, how about that stimulus check that we got, that $1,200 per person? (laughs) Yes, you got $1,200 of the government's money. What money is the government's money? It's your money. How about that? And if you divide that by all the millions of people that pay taxes, that's about $18,000 per person, per taxpayer, that's going to be paying back that stimulus package, that $2.2 trillion. Yeah, I don't think we're getting away scot-free. We got $1,200. Where does that other money go? Where does that sixteen grand go? Where? $16,800, right? That's not going to you. That's going to corporations. That's going to to people that uh, are going to be stimulized by the stimulus package. So we're not getting very stimulated. (laughs) I'm only getting stimulated because I'm piping mad. No, I'm not piping mad. 
look, they're trying to do something. Uh, the Congress feels, yes, we're out of work for a while. Uh, a lot of people are. They're stuck indoors. They don't want everybody applying for unemployment because they're not going to get it. Uh, and, and, and speaking of that, the rules are out the window. And, and let me start a riot right now. Uh, the It used to be you had to get fired or furloughed to apply for unemployment. Well, guess what? If you quit your job because you just don't like it, you can apply for unemployment right now. It's the wild, wild west. I think I just started a stampede. That's very irresponsible reporting of me. But I'm no reporter. This is my spot. I can do what I want. But yeah, so that that $1,200 stimulus check that you got individually, you're going to be paying that back (laughs) almost 20-fold. How about that? (laughs) It's going to cost you $18,000 between you and your kids and maybe your grandkids. So was it a good idea? There's uh, there's ideas on both sides. Hey, at least you got that extra 1200 to get you some food, to get you some rent as we get through this pandemic. People are going crazy. All right, let's continue as we go. Now, if you want to tell, if you want to be a part of the show, I'm telling you, 501-470-6386. Just give me a text and I will call you and make you a part of this little podcast. You can be a part of it. A little part of it, a small part of it. How about that? Let's see. Number four. Number four. Hey, for all you stockbrokers out there, this might be promising for you. The stocks have been just ridiculous up and down and up and down. And for those that really know how to work the stocks, they're probably making bank. Not us little guys. Not me. (laughs) The people that know about the stock market, they go, oh, wow, it raised big. Let me go ahead and sell. Oh, look, it's low. Let me buy. All right. Number four, stocks climb amid promising coronavirus drug trials. U.S. stocks surged on Friday amid reports of promising coronavirus drug trials and headway in some states beginning to reopen their economies. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 704%. No, 704 points by closing, while the S&P 500 jumped 2.7%. And the NASDAQ composite climbed 1.4%. On Thursday, a University of Chicago infectious disease specialist overseeing a clinical trial of the antiviral medicine, Remdesivir. Remdesivir. I know I've been mispronouncing that over the last couple of weeks uh, since I heard about it. Remdesivir on COVID-19 patients said nearly all patients are recovering quickly while the trials are still in early stages. The initial results have been positive enough to inspire some optimism among health experts and subsequently investors. In addition to the science news, President Trump announced new federal guidelines for slowly reopening economic activity, and some states are working to return to normal quickly, though health experts advised against rushing the process. This is according to the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal. Once again, like I said, you know, am I worried about getting coronavirus? Probably not. I'm relatively strong. Yes, I'm a fat guy. Yes, I take my heart pills. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I, I'm walking around every day. I have a job that uh, that takes me outside, uh, walking in the sunshine, in the air. And I, thankfully, I, I haven't been really sick in quite a few years. So I don't think I'm going to get it. But am I cautious about possibly giving it to others? Yeah, I am. Uh, You know, I I do stay away from folks. No hugs. I've already said that. And, uh, you know, no handshakes, fist bumps, 
I think the the new thing is going to be, it's not even going to be handshakes. It's going to be a lot of finger guns. Yeah, that's coming back. You know, daps and finger guns. What's up? I was talking uh, to a lady named Trish on the podcast, on the What Makes You Famous podcast. And she said, jazz hands. How you doing? I'm great. Hey, jazz hands. (laughs) Sounds good to me. I mean, that's as good as anything else. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be distant from each other for a little while until this really we get comfortable enough but um and the other i mean a hundred years ago there was a flu pandemic and i know it's a it's a touchy subject when you uh when somebody has died that's close to you that they claim to have uh, coronavirus and i say claim uh we'll get to that in a second let me put a pin in that um you know a hundred years ago there was a, a flu pandemic and thousands died from that. Hundreds of thousands of people died from the flu pandemic 100 years ago. And here it is, you know, once again, as the, as the population increases, nature finds a way. Hmm. And the reason I, I put a pin in that uh, claims, there is also reports of doctors. Uh, I mean, I'm not even going to say doctors, of hospitals, medical facilities that have been labeling deaths to the COVID-19 pandemic. And they're not actually of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, yeah, I think people and and the reason their reasoning for that when they were confronted in one particular case, they said that this gentleman died of the COVID-19 and he did not die from the COVID-19. They were confronted and they said, oh, that's so we can get more money. So there's people taking advantage of it monetarily. You knew that was going to happen. That's just the human experience. People are always going to take advantage of things and. Sadly, that is the case, you know, uh, and, and I already mentioned that unemployment is anything goes now. So people are going to take advantage of that. They, they might quit a job that might still be viable and just go apply for unemployment and PlayStation. <laughs> go just like the PlayStations behind me. You know, they, they, they've quit their jobs. They're collecting unemployment and they're playing PlayStation. There you go. In the times we're living in, people are going to take advantage. I do believe that that will happen and probably has happened so sadly. And if you you still want to be a part of it or if you don't want to be a part of it, that's fine, too. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like one of those NPR shows where nobody's calling in. Well, nobody's calling in. No big deal. I'll, I'll rattle off some stuff, some some knowledge. Uh, the, the Keys Dan show. If you want to call, if you want to text in, it's 501-470-6386. And just text your name. And I will call you right back and you can be a part of the show. How about that? How'd that be? All right. Number five of the 10 things you need to know today. Let's see. Number five, nursing homes account for roughly a fifth of COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. More than a fifth of America's 31,600 coronavirus deaths have been linked to nursing homes, according to new analysis by the New York Times. Since the country's outbreak began in a nursing home outside of Seattle, Some 6,900 deaths have occurred either in or in connection to such facilities, a number that is, quote, far higher than previously known, end quote, quote, their death pits, end quote, said former New York Lieutenant Governor Betsy McAfee, who founded a nonprofit aimed at stopping hospital acquired infections. The, quote, these nursing homes are already overwhelmed. They're crowded and they're understaffed. One COVID positive patient, a nursing home produces, wait, okay. One COVID positive patient in a nursing home 
produces carnage, end quote. And that's kind of rough. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty rough quote, but that's how she feels. Uh, to date, more than 3,600, oh, to date, more than 36,000 nursing home residents and employees are known to have contracted COVID-19. This is according to the New York Times. It's, uh, it, it, you know, stay cautious, stay vigilant all that. And nursing homes. I definitely, if I was heading for a nursing home, I would be a little more cautious. If I had to drop something off at a nursing home, I would drop it off at the door and let the staff come out and take care of it and get it to that uh, the proper people. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see having more of a vigilance. Uh, you know, the, uh, the older you get, the less uh, your, your immune system works. Uh, you know, we try to exercise and, and eat right and stay healthy, but uh, you know, your immune system, your body, it breaks down over time. And so you'd have to protect the people in the, in, in the old folks' homes. I don't even know how to, call, how to say that. I, I get corrected every time I do it. The senior facility, assisted living facility, a senior center. I, I'm not sure what the PC term is. I'm not very PC in case you haven't figured it out <laughs> over the last little bit, uh, chatting with me and, and listening to me rattle on. Uh, uh, let me sit up straight. Make my mom proud. <laughs> sit up straight, son. Uh, <laughs> hanging out here in the Radio What Studios, which may or may not be a room in my house. <laughs> it's a room in my house. Okay. I let the bag, the cat out of the bag. But I got it all set up. It's a little podcast studio. I'm able to uh, record my voice and take phone calls and and uh, rattle off things and record them and put them out to the world like I'm doing right now. Now, on a Saturday afternoon, which is what today is, I'd be usually planning to go to an event, usually private events on Saturdays, weddings. Let's see. I think I even had a wedding schedule for today and it got moved, postponed. And I want to let people know that if they're, if they have events that are planned that can be postponed rather than canceled, please, especially if it's for your entertainers, if you hired a band out or a solo guitarist or a, a, a flugelhorn player to entertain your people at your restaurant, at your place of business, uh, I encourage you not to cancel, but please postpone it. It gives people a little hope that they're going to have a job uh, eventually down the line. Uh, it's it's really rough on artists that are that have put their their faith in their creativity than themselves that they can make money solely on their craft even actors and you know musicians comedians everyone's out of work all the entertainment business is pretty much on hold and if you could just please uh, find it in yourself not to cancel but to postpone at least until july maybe july august it looks like uh, we're going to be breaking out of this real soon. I mean, uh, sooner than you think. And then hopefully we'll be laughing about this. I don't think we'll be laughing about this. I really don't think we'll be laughing about this. But we'll remember, hey, remember 2020, that year that uh, we thought in, in 2019 was going to be clarity and 2020 vision. And it was going to be so great. And then <laughs> a big pile of poop just headed our way called 2020. <laughs> things just keep happening. Why do these things keep happening? All right, some good news on the 10 things you need to know today as we record this. And like I said, if you want to be a part of it, text your name to 501-470-6386 or I'll just keep rattling on. No big deal. Good news. You know, for those of you that don't be, Keys Dan, I'm from the Florida Keys, I'm born in Miami, uh, raised in South Florida in the Florida Keys, went to high school and and college 
And the first time, <laughs> I say the first time, but it didn't stick in Broward County and in Fort Lauderdale, in the Fort Lauderdale area, Davie, Florida, to be more precise. I uh, went to school there. So uh, here's some news from my former hometown of number six. Uh, some Florida beaches reopen amid pandemic. Now, this is not actually my Florida town. This is uh, farther north. Uh, up in up in Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken. Let me read on. Beaches and parks reopened in and around Jacksonville, Florida on Friday afternoon with the permission of Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican, amid the novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. People are supposed to continue to practice social distancing in the recreation areas, most of which will only be accessible between 6 a.m. and 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. and 8 p.m., each day, chairs, coolers, sunbathing, towels, and blankets are not allowed as exercise, not lounging, is meant to serve as the primary reason for people to head back to the beach. But that reportedly wasn't the case on Friday when people, many without masks, were reportedly seen lounging on a crowded Jacksonville beach. Officials have said they aren't afraid to close the beaches again if people don't abide by the restrictions. This is according to CNN and CNBC. All right. You know, <laughs> I'm glad that the beaches are getting back open, but mostly it's for exercise. Now, I remember whenever I got hurt and down in, in Florida, when I was in the Florida Keys or in Miami or even Fort Lauderdale, whenever I got hurt, I felt like the salt water and just being at the beach was very cleansing for me. So if I ever felt sick, I'd go to the beach and just feel better. Salt water is very therapeutic. Uh, being near the ocean, watching the ocean breeze, even if you don't go in the water, it's therapeutic just being next to the water. But then going in the water is just that much better. Uh, I'm, I do miss, okay, being in central Arkansas, I do miss the, the ocean air, the ocean breeze, and uh, getting pooped on from seagulls by from time to time. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't miss that part, but I do miss the ocean, going into the ocean and, and just splashing around. And yeah, it used to make uh, make you feel good. You know, if you had any cuts and scrapes or anything, any bruises, uh, I always felt like going in the ocean was very therapeutic uh, health-wise and cures all my ailments or a lot of my ailments. And sometimes when you're feeling blue, you just go look at the ocean. So I'm glad that the, the beaches are opening up. And, but once again, stay cautious, you know, just uh, stay stay away from each other uh, as, as you go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look what happened. I, as we were talking, magically appearing, I got some uh, some snacks. Yes, my, my loving wife. She brought me some snacks. I got eggs and, uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, Clinton Stanley. I'll keep up the great work. I will. He's another podcaster. But she brought me some egg bites and a cinnamon, cinnamon roll. I guess, uh, well, yeah, I already mentioned earlier that I'm very thankful that the uh, Starbucks is is open, but um, my uh, my wife, being the, the the homemaker that she is, she said, "You know what? We can do this at home. We can do Starbucks here." So she made the little egg bites homemade. How about that? It's good. It's good. It's good to have somebody. It's good to be married. It's good to have some love in your life. I I hope that you have it as well. But if you're feeling lonely and blue, hey, you can call me. Uh, I'm available. Uh, we don't even have to podcast about it. But it doesn't hurt. It gives me a little, a little content, and it gives you a little release, uh, you know, and it gives you a little advertising for whatever you're doing. So there, yeah. 
Be a part of the show. 501-470-6386. Just text me and I will call you back. And you can be a part of the Keys Dance Show. The Keys Dance Show. I need a new theme for the Keys Dance Show. All right. Number seven on the list of 10 things you need to know today as we go through. And you can listen to me ramble on about my thoughts. Because when I do the What Makes You Smarter podcast and I do the, the 10 things you need to know today, I do it very old school reporter like no editorial it's all straightforward whatever the facts are that's what i do i uh i emulate one of my heroes walter cronkite when uh, he reported the news it was the news it was the facts as they came you know and, and if he if the facts changed he would report those facts as well as time progresses we learn new things but you never knew on what side of the fence he was on, whether he was Republican or Democrat. Nobody knew until he actually retired so many years later that he was a flag-waving Democrat. Nobody would would have known. If you were listening to his newscast, you would have just thought, I don't, I don't know what side of the, the political spectrum he, uh, he's on, he falls on. He turns out he was a Democrat. But that should not matter. I think we, should be, we shouldn't be Democrats or Republicans. We should be right down the middle where most people live. How about that? You know, most people don't believe everything that a Democrat should believe or everything that a Republican should believe. You know, they take a little bit from here and a little bit from there and try to live their lives right. Yeah. How, how novel is that? More novel than the COVID-19 coronavirus. There, there you go. <laughs> you should live your life right and, you know, live and let live and take care of each other and that kind of thing, regardless of what party you believe in. It's that far right and far left that uh, I think that, that that's, that's where it all goes haywire. Come on down the middle. That's where most of us are living. How about that? All right. Number seven uh, on the 10 things you need to know today. As we ramble on this thing, let's see, uh, Hong Kong police arrest at least 14 pro-democracy activists in raid. Police in Hong Kong arrested at least 14 pro-democracy activists Saturday in connection with the city's mass demonstrations throughout last year. Media tycoon Jimmy Lai and former legislators Martin Lee, Albert Ho, Lee Kwong Hung, and Ao Nok In were among those arrested. Lee is reportedly considered the founding father of Hong Kong's domestic movement and helped write the city's basic law when it returned to Chinese rule in 1997. Per Al Jazeera, the raids were the biggest crackdown on the movement since the anti-government protests began last June. Because of the novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, tensions between Beijing and Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement had eased slightly in recent months as the focus shifted to the virus. This is according to Al Jazeera and Deutsch Well. Ah, we were talking about democracy and, uh, and staying down the middle. Well, that's not cool either. Come on, China. Come on. Get with the program here. Come on, Hong Kong. Come on, live down the middle. Don't, uh, don't repress your, your citizens. Although, you know, we only hear a, a small little bit of what goes on over there. I've never been to Hong Kong, so I only know about Hong Kong through movies and television and whatever I read. And Hong Kong Fooey, of course. Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, come on. Cartoons are cool. I said it there. <laughs> Thank you, Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> All right, party people. Keys Dan, the Keys Dan Show. I'm rattling things off into a camera. 
never been on an FB live. Give it a shot. See what happens. Nobody wants to text in. That's okay. I'll just talk to you. I'll just talk to nobody. Maybe I'll just leave this on my Facebook live and you could look at it at your own leisure, which is what a podcast is. It's you looking at it at your own leisure, listening to it on your own time. I listen to podcasts all day long. Love it. Get some information, put some knowledge in my head. And now I'm putting knowledge in your head. If you're listening pretty soon, hey, this knowledge is is timely. But if you're listening years into the future, well, then it's a history lesson of what happened today. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, number eight on the 10 things you need to know today as we go through. Let's see. Oh, NASA announces May 27th launch for SpaceX's first launch carrying humans. Humans? Yes, humans. Veteran astronauts Bob B. Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley have been scheduled to depart U.S. soil on May 27th, the first time that's happened in nearly a decade, NASA said in a Friday announcement. While American astronauts have made interstellar trips in the past 10 years, they haven't departed from Kennedy Space Center in Florida since NASA retired the space shuttle program in 2011. They typically rocket pool. Rocket pool. That's a great word. <laughs> you carpool. Hey, I rocket pool. I think you one up me. They typically rocket pool with Russian cosmonauts paying around $83 million for a ride. Guess who's paying that bill? <laughs> Fellow taxpayers. Hurley was on the last U.S. shuttle mission. The mission will also be a first for Elon Musk SpaceX in Falcon. It's Falcon 9 rocket has ferried supplies to and from the International Space Station. But in May, its manned Dragon spacecraft will carry astronauts as well. This is according to Jim Bridenstine and The Week. Cool! Space! The final frontier. Man, I've, I've just been watching Netflix, and, and I'll ask you, hey, what Netflix are you watching? Leave some comments on that. Maybe I need a new show. But I, I did catch the the moon on Netflix amazing documentary and i'm watching all these apollo missions as they're going up and this is this is already 50 years ago as we speak and uh and i'm watching all these apollo missions uh going up in the air and i'm feeling it i'm i'm almost feeling it like you know the the emotions are, are welling up i'm i'm even getting a little teary you know thinking about these people now you imagine watching live as people are getting jettisoned into space with that kind of, of uh, hope for what we're going to find out there. And a lot of different things have come from space exploration, not just moon rocks. I, I think the, the first thing that I, I learned that was pretty cool was we can make the perfect ball bearing in zero gravity. <laughs> is, is that important? Probably to somebody, to some engineer, they need a perfect ball bearing. But space, imagine, you know, that. have you ever thought about going to space? It's coming real soon where it's just going to be pay a little bit of money and, and take a ride out into space. And it's already happening. People, you know, people that are far richer than I have already taken trips to the outer atmosphere. That plane, the, what do they call it? The, the vomit comet, where I, I guess it's been featured in movies and, and music videos. Well, they'll take a, a big plane out to the edge of, the, of our atmosphere and people can experience zero gravity. And they filmed it. So we can watch it. I think that's pretty cool. I'd like to be in zero gravity at some point. That'd be kind of fun for me. What do you think? <laughs> I, 
come on. The 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 12-year-old nerd in me and even the 51-year-old nerd in me says, yeah, I want to go to space. <laughs> Make it safe for me. Thank you, Elon Musk, for being a genius. And I, I've, I've heard many podcasts with him, uh, Elon Musk, talking. And, and people have asked him, and uh, what do you think about being a, a genius? I mean, how, how does this affect you? And he can't turn it off. He thinks about things all the time. So maybe there is a downside to being a thinker is you're always thinking, but good on you. Thank you for being a thinker if you're out there, not just Elon Musk, but all the thinkers of the world, all the scientists that are helping us discover things and helping our lives be better. I thank you for that. Your your thoughts and your actions are making the world better for your fellow man and woman and other. (laughs) I guess we can put a pin in that one too. What is an other? Uh, a, B, C, D, Q. Oh, my goodness. But uh, yeah, those of you that know me, once again, I'm not a I'm not a PC person. I see a he, it's a he. I see a she, it's a she. I'm not against, you know, if you feel like you're a, a female and you're, you know, born a man, if you want to call yourself a female, go ahead. But if I make a mistake and I call you a male, don't say I'm dead naming you. Please. I'm not, it was my mistake. You, you look like a man because... You were born a man, but if you feel like being a female, hey, do it. I'll have more power to you. That's all that pursuit of happiness that was written in the in the uh, Declaration of Independence and in our Constitution. Yeah, you can do it. Be what you want. You want to be a, a sheep? Fine. You identify as a as a meat popsicle? Sure, no problem. I'm with you. But uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm a dude. I was born a dude. I'll probably die a dude, but I can never say never. Hey, it, it might happen. I, I might get it in my head that I want to be a, a a mouse. How about that? Uh, I want to be a Windows mouse or a microphone. Microphones are pretty useful. Maybe I identify as a microphone. There you go. Small rant over. <laughs> All right. I'm having a good time. I mean, just chit-chatting with myself for right now. But if you want to be a part of it, you can definitely... Uh, text me at 501-470-6386 and be a part of the Keys Dan show. This is the first one. I wasn't expecting so uh, uh, many people to be here, but uh, this won't be the last one. I think I'll be live from time to time and chit chat. Uh, I committed on the on the event to a three hour block, but I don't think I'm going to go more than an hour or so. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing I've done 53 minutes at this point, so I, I think I might cut it cut it a little bit shorter. But still, I got 10 things you need to know today. If you haven't listened to the What Makes You Smarter podcast, I encourage you to find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Smarter and then the What Makes You Famous podcast, hashtag What Makes You Famous. Uh, You could hear people's stories and maybe it'll help you as well. How about that? All right. Number nine. Oh, more bad news for for the nerd in me, for the geek in me. Number nine. Comic-Con canceled for the first time in its 50-year history. The San Diego Comic-Con was officially canceled on Friday for the first time ever. The convention had been scheduled to take place in July, but was scrapped amid the COVID-19 corona pandemic, coronavirus pandemic. This decision was widely expected as more and more large gatherings are called off. But organizers, quote, Hope to delay this decision in anticipation that COVID-19 concerns might lessen by summer, end quote, the announcement said. However, it became clearer that holding the event in July 
would not be safe, organizers said. This decision was announced after Governor California Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat, said earlier this week that, quote, the prospect of mass gatherings is negligible at best until we get to herd immunity and we get to a vaccine, end quote. This is according to Comic-Con and The Hill. Now, as an avid goer and employee of several Comic-Cons here in the Arkansas area, uh, the first Comic-Con that I actually was employed at, it was the Comic-Con way, uh, and that was so much fun seeing these kids, and I'm saying kids, everybody who was dressed up and just having a good time, uh, exploring their pop culture, their nerd dumb, their geek dumb, uh, whichever word you choose to, to identify yourself with. It was so much fun at the Faulkner County Library here in uh, Central Arkansas, in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, I got to be a part of the first ever Comic Conway as the DJ, as the, uh, the sound coordinator. I put up speakers all over the library and just watched so many happy faces pouring in looking at comic books and oh my goodness it was so much fun so much fun they were just i was dressed i i don't cosplay but from what i've been told over the years is i'm an original cosplayer i have the the doctor what character and uh, I, what i do is i put a lab coat on my radio what shirt of some kind and maybe some crazy um uh, hair looking like Doc Brown from from the uh, Back to the Future uh, movies. So I take my cues from a little bit from Doc Brown, a little bit from, and then you know maybe some nice some goggles that light up. Or yeah, I'm into uh, yeah, and and just watching all these these people dressed in their favorite comic book care characters and anime characters and all over pop culture, just ooh, having a good time at Comic Con. I mean, and, and that was. I knew that Comic-Cons were around before that, and I had a collection of comic books, you know, this high, you know, definitely a big collection as I was growing up. Um, you know, Captain America is my favorite character, and then Thor, and, and Spider-Man's in there, and the Hulk, and so, I mean, I'm DC and Marvel uh, back and forth. Once again, that's another uh, politically challenging uh, controversy, controversy if you will, is the Marvel versus DC versus independence. You know, you got to be one or the other or the other. <laughs> I don't. I enjoy stuff on both sides of the aisle. You know, I, I watched Star Wars back in 1977 in the movie theater. I was eight years old or so when it came out. And I was just amazed, amazed. And even previous to that, watching Star Trek and reruns, it was, uh, I've been hooked ever since. Yes. Enjoy myself. And I've never been to the Comic-Con in San Diego. I've been to San Diego, but I've just never been there during Comic-Con time. So I never got the, the chance to go there or I haven't as of yet. I plan maybe one day, put it on my someday, put it on my bucket list, go to the Comic-Con in San Diego and see the big one. But I enjoy the ones here in Arkansas and the comic the, the cosplay community in Arkansas, the Comic-Con community in Arkansas is so tight. I've talked to so many of them, uh, the, the cosplayers and, and people that sell comic books and such on this podcast, uh, on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Uh, I looked through that feed and you could find, if you're here in Arkansas, you could find a lot of your, your chums, <laughs> you, people that, that you've probably seen at different Comic-Cons here in, in Arkansas, right on that feed and learn their stories. And I've had a blast chit-chatting with them. The The most recent one was just a, 
a couple days ago. I talked to the Arkansas Deadpool, uh, Jordan, great guy, great story, and just so happy to talk to him. And and the the uh, the way that his costume has over the years has gotten better and better. People put so much effort into their cosplay. Now, some people like Jordan and myself will well. I mean, we'll purchase their costumes and then maybe put little touches on them. Like me, I, I put my costume together out of items that I've found over, over the years and, and at different places. Uh, you know, the doctor's coat, the, I found it at a scrubs place. Oh, duh, of course. And then, you know, the goggles, I ordered them online. And the, the big hair, found it at a costume shop. Just make your own costume. Or you can buy, buy it online. Maybe your, your, favorite, uh, your favorite comic book character. Uh, you you uh, find uh, a uh, something that you can afford because <laughs> that's another thing that I've learned about cosplayers is that it can be a very very expensive endeavor being a cosplayer. If, you know you could spend hundreds of dollars for a costume that looks like the the movie or the TV show that you like, and you could spend an equal amount uh, just making the costume yourself. Maybe you'll save a couple bucks if you make it yourself, but just the effort, the the time, you have to account for that. What is your time worth? Instead of buying a costume that was already ready-made and fit to you, uh, what was your time worth? If you get paid, it would be 10 bucks an hour. How much time did it take? to make you to for you to make that costume but i appreciate it you know and i'll look at that costume you know when i go to a comic-con the heroes and angels comic-con and the cos prom uh, that i've been involved in the little rock comic-con uh, there's so many cons here in uh in arkansas that uh I've, I've had the privilege of going to and then you see these people you know that they've put so much effort and you know time money into making these costumes and the feelings that they have I, from talking to them, the feelings that they have are just, uh, it impresses me to no end to, to see them in their costumes and the kids will come up to them. And even it's not just the kids, people my age, people older than me, uh, you know, are, are going up to them saying, let me get a picture with you. That's amazing. You've done such a great job putting that costume together. I mean, you look just like a Pikachu would, or you look just like the Deadpool would or the Captain America or any other characters, the Superman. I've, <laughs> I've had a Superman on this uh, podcast before. The the Warnock, he, he's he's played Superman. And these guys, they actually work out to make themselves bigger and, and stronger. And it, it becomes a health issue, too. And, you know, back in the day, you'd think that the nerd or the geek, oh, that's that little weak guy over there that's uh, calling to, to uh, get a doctor's note so he, he doesn't have to go to PE class. Well, some of these guys, they're playing Thor and some of these gals that are playing the She-Hulk, they really get into it. And the Wonder Woman, my goodness, they'll get in, into such great shape. So they fill out their costumes and really feel the part once they do it. So, yeah, uh, you know, oh, just Comic-Cons. I, I look I look forward to that. I look forward to, to, to going to a Comic-Con, even if I'm not working at the Comic-Con, just going, you know, with my with my fam, with my family. And, uh, and just enjoying myself. I know my, my 14 year old daughter, whenever, when I took her to the Comic-Con last time, she spent a lot of time in the game room with the gamers. She found her people and she walked around the Comic-Con and saw lots of things that she liked. So it, it's a good way to, to have your family together and spend some time enjoying each other's company while you find stuff that you like. You know, we're big Doctor Who fans. So we definitely 
you know, look at the Doctor Who stuff. I bought her a little Doctor Who bag and she uses it. I love it. <laughs> and, you know, the Star Wars and all the fan culture, the Marvel movies. And, you know, I haven't seen much of the DC movies because, you know, I, I have the Disney uh, app and there haven't been a lot of the DC movies on the Netflix. A couple here and there. I guess we caught the, the Superman Returns and a, a few other movies on, on Netflix and Hulu and, and uh, Amazon. But, uh, you know, having the Disney app, man, I've caught up with all almost all of the of the marvel movies and we watched them in chronological order st- uh, starting with the uh what the uh, captain marvel that was pretty cool we, chronological not as the movie came out but chronological as the time reference uh well no i guess captain america was the first one because that one started back in the 40s so that's the one that we saw uh first was the the first avenger captain america and then was the was the uh, uh, Captain Marvel movie because that one uh, started in the nineties? So yeah, watch that. See, there's stuff to do. As you, uh, man, I'm t- as I talk about uh, Comic Con, that's what comes to mind is the uh, is all the fandom that I've been involved in and and the fun that I have watching these shows. And we were just now, uh, see, we're watching Stargate and uh, we watched the Sherlock Holmes and oh, we just started watching the Dr. Strange again because of the Sherlock Holmes, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, big, okay. Big Dr. Who fan, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm going to put that out into the universe. Benedict Cumberbatch is my choice for the next doctor. How about that? Okay. I said it. It's out there. <laughs> so maybe it'll come to fruition. And I think my daughter and wife would, uh, would agree with me that Benedict Cumberbatch should be a doctor. Yeah. That's that's where my mind goes when I hear that Comic Con got canceled. <laughs> See all this? It, 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 this is this is podcasting. This is me meandering. Most of my other podcasts are so much more structured. You know, it's me talking to people, or it's me reading uh, various things to learn about things. So yeah, <laughs> podcasting. You could podcast about anything if you have an idea of uh, about anything if you have a viewpoint on anything you could record it on your phone and we all have podcast studios right there in our pocket pretty much yeah you know first world problems right you got a phone that can re- that can take the place of your of what a, a walkman a video recorder a audio recorder so many different things oh yeah and it's also a phone that's right <laughs> you could you could actually make phone calls on that thing <laughs> that device that's in your hand. I got the. I still got the Samsung Galaxy uh, Nine Note Nine, and then like a week later, the Note Ten came out. Ugh, happens every time. <laughs> I bought the Note Nine, and the Note Ten came out the next day. So, oh well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you know, I, I know that I haven't had the response that I, I thought I was going to get on this podcast. You know, being the first one out there, and maybe I should have hosted it on my regular web page. I hosted it on the on the Keys Dan show webpage. So maybe if I host it on, on my regular Keys Dan, uh, my personal page, it might get more response. Who knows? Maybe I'll do it next week. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. But I know I have a lot of podcasts coming up. I'm talking to a lot of folks over the week. I, I know I have some Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I think maybe Thursday. So stay tuned for that in the What Makes You Famous podcast feed as hashtag What Makes You Famous find that everywhere. All right. Well, I guess since we've been going through the 10 things you need to know today, might as well go to number 10, 
All right, number 10. It's some good news sprinkled in with some bad news. You'll know what I mean when I finish reading it. <laughs> number 10, INSQ goes number one overall in the WNBA draft. Yes, the New York Liberty selected University of Oregon star Sabrina Ionescu with the number one overall pick in the WNBA draft, which was held virtually Friday during the novel COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Ionescu had a prolific career for the Ducks, compiling an NCAA record Triple, 26 triple doubles over her four years in Eugene. She's also the first player in men's or women's basketball to record more than 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. Her teammate, Satu Sabali, was selected number two by the Dallas Wings. And here comes the sad part. The WNBA also paid tribute to Gianna Bryant, who died in January along with her father, Kobe, in a helicopter crash in California. The younger Bryant, who was 13, had dreams of playing the w in the WNBA, and she and two of her teammates, who were also killed in the crash, were selected as honorary draftees on Friday. This is according to ESPN and CBS Sports. That's another thing. You know, I mentioned earlier that the heroes – you know, the people that we look up to, the heroes, the sports stars, the movie stars, the music stars, you know, they they are important in their own way. The people need to be entertained. I mean, shoot, I'm an entertainer myself and I've lost a lot of business due to this COVID-19 coronavirus. So, you know, I, I've, I put it up in the links. I, I have a PayPal. I have a Ko-Fi. A a I don't even know how to pronounce it. K-O-F-I link. If you want to throw some bucks at me, if you like what I'm doing, there's even a place to, to buy merchandise. You buy some merchandise, you get something, and I get a buck. Hey, how about that? You know, buy a t-shirt or a coffee mug, and you can drink out of a, a Radio What t-shirt or uh, a Radio What mug or or wear a little shirt with my face on it. <laughs> uh, or underwear. I think there's some underwear out there with some various logos of mine. <laughs> I don't know. Will that help you? Will that help you at all? <laughs> It'll help me. Shoot, you can buy them. I appreciate that. Uh, just look for the links. I put the links down here in, in the description uh, of this particular uh, Facebook Live. Well, all right. I've done over an hour on this Facebook Live. I mean, I, I had uh, uh, Clinton Stanley come through and say, keep up the great work. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's always good to, to help each other out, to to give people Give each other words of wisdom, words of encouragement. I mean, I do it as often as I can. If I see something cool, I'm going to say something. I guess that's a New York thing to do. See something, say something. <laughs> Except in this case, I'm not going to see something bad and say something bad. I'm going to see something good and say something good. I mean, if you've taken the extra time to put on a cool shirt, I'm going to say cool shirt. If you're wearing some cool boots, hey, cool boots. If you say something nice or do something nice for somebody, I'm going to say, Hey, thanks for doing something nice for somebody. I appreciate that. And I'm going to continue to do things for people. I mean, that's why, you know, I originally started this podcast because I got, uh, I got lonely or I got nostalgic for talking into microphones. I, I used to work on terrestrial radio for many, 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 many years. And, uh, you know, I, I like talking into microphones. I, I do that on the weekends whenever I do the DJ thing. You know, people, 
seem to like what I'm doing because they keep hiring me back. Eventually, I'm going to get too old for this. 51 years old. Am I too old for this? Maybe some things, but I, I you know, I go to some school proms and, and various gatherings with younger folks and they seem to like what I'm doing. So I guess I'm not too old for this. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> I keep in touch with the kids, you know, and just because I, and just the fact that I said, I keep in touch with the kids, it means I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like my dad that I didn't know too well. Maybe my grandfather. How about that? My grandfather who actually raised me a little bit. Yeah. Or raised me a lot of bit. Put it that way. So the, to the people in my lives that, that affected me as I was growing up, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for helping me out, for helping become, me to become the person that I am today. And, uh, and I'll, I'll keep doing this podcast, uh, building people up and uh, getting people's stories out there. I mean, the podcast, it, does it make me any money? No, not really. <laughs> About a penny a listen, I think is what it is right now. How about that? So uh, if I get a bunch of listeners, hey, maybe I'll make a bunch of pennies. But that's not what it what it's for. It's for talking to people, having some real conversations with folks, and uh, getting their stories out. If they feel like t- telling their stories, I encourage them to give me a call at five zero one four seven zero six three eight six or email info at radio what dot com. It's pretty easy. It's pretty simple to do. Well, that was uh well. I mean, I took usually it takes about fifteen minutes for me to do the ten things you need to know today on the What Makes You Smarter podcast, but here, I've, I've gone over an hour. I think that's plenty for, for today. My first time doing an FB live, and uh, it, it, I am set up with my Rodecaster here, uh, and it has the ability to uh, feed in phone calls. So if, if anybody wanted to call in or text in, and I would call them back, they could definitely do so. So if anybody listens to this later down the line, I may do it again, maybe next Saturday, 3 o'clock or so. And maybe, maybe this is too early. Maybe it's too early. Maybe people are doing things uh, on their own. Maybe I should do it a little bit later. I think uh, some of the musicians, they were asking when they should, they should do their lives. And I do appreciate that. And whenever they do their Facebook lives or, or set up you know, their little uh, podcast stu- or uh, view cast studios, uh, their cameras up and play some music for the people, makes me dance around, makes me happy to see them out there. And they put their little links. So I, I encourage you if you see uh, one of the artists, uh, especially the local artists that, that are just starting to, to break out into the, into the biz, if you see somebody on your Facebook feed that's playing guitar for you or the aforementioned flugelhorn, somebody wants to break out their, their flute and play for you, and they put a little, a little link to their, their Venmo or their PayPal, hey, if you, if you feel like they're doing something cool and you got the means, Throw a couple bucks their way. Do it. I know some of the the artists here. I mean, everybody who's in the entertainment business pretty much is on hold right now. I know I mentioned that. So they're finding other ways, creativity uh, to get their creative juices flowing, whether it be writing or like I'm doing. Instead of doing a show today, instead of doing a wedding or a, a corporate party or bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, I haven't done one of those in a while. <laughs> you know, I'm here talking. On my FB Live, yeah, giving some content, giving somebody something to look at. And if you're feeling lonely, you can give me a call. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, I'm your pal. It's Keys Dan, your old buddy, your old pal. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cut it. Go. I'm gonna cut it right now. I mean, that's it for this edition of the Keys Dan Show and the ten things you need to know today and my thoughts on that. My editorializing 
I, I you know, like I said, I don't editorialize. I, I usually just give the facts as as they're presented to me. But uh, Saturday, April eighteenth, twenty twenty, the ten things you need to know today on my first Facebook Live, and you can if you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call five zero one four seven zero six three eight six or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.